addictive. It's like a drug, you know, especially when you're with a woman. Um, they just they're so in the moment. They're so passionate, and it's, it's a disaster for a relationship. <laughs> Всем привет and welcome back to another episode of the Volka Vakas. I The last episode was also with James Tusk. Uh, James is a YouTuber who specializes in day game. That's basically meeting women during the day yes. when you're sober. You don't need to go and get drunk in a bar. You can also do things like that, meet beautiful women. Who would have thought? But that, during being, the day, that being said. <laughs> that being said, we're actually <laughs> doing a podcast. So, yes. well, uh, so we're going to have another shot of vodka. So in Ireland we say Sloincha. Sloincha. In England, we say cheers. Cheers, cheers in England. <laughs> Sloincha in Ireland. Zasarovia in Russian. So we are speaking to you today again from St. Petersburg in Russia. We've actually been here for a big special event. Scarlet just, Sales. Scarlet Sales, yes. I think I forgot to say exactly what we were doing in the last episode. So we came for this big event that takes place. Uh, once a year. It actually celebrates the end of the school year. It's become this huge party in St. Petersburg. One million people on the street, on the river. One million people go to watch it. Basically, you have a fireworks display. Um, if you don't know anything about St. Petersburg, it was designed as a window onto Europe. So it's a very European-looking city compared to the rest of Russia. And they have a spectacular uh, fireworks display along the river uh, Neva. And then they have this scarlet sail. Um, boat that goes along so it looks pretty pretty awesome actually and the whole vibe was great it was very easy to meet people people yeah. were very friendly to us in St. Petersburg we talked a little about that in the previous episode so in today's episode we're going to talk about Brazil versus Russia and when I say Russia I mean basically countries like Ukraine Belarus and Russia uh, overall because the culture is still pretty similar and the people look more or less you know similar as well versus Brazil which is a country that is very close to my heart uh, even though I don't film from there very often. Uh, that That's going to change probably in the next six months to a year. Uh, Brazil is basically my favorite country in the world and James has also been there uh, several times and we've both been here uh, in the last video we discussed like five cities in this region, Minsk, um, Odessa, Kiev, Moscow and St. Petersburg. So in this video we want to give you um, like the contrast between the both, between both of these two countries and where is it going to be best for you to meet beautiful women and actually have a, some rapport with them, a relationship, sleep with them, etc. Uh, so James, James is an expert in day game, as I said, I'm going to link his channel below. You should go check him out if you want training in that kind of specialization. Uh, maybe give a short 30 second synopsis of what day game is so that you understand exactly what we're talking about. Sure, first. I mean, it's just the ability to basically see a girl you find attractive during the day, anytime day to, any daytime situation you can think of, whether that's a coffee shop, maybe on a flight, maybe in an airport, whatever, on the street, and basically go and say hi, have a conversation, develop some, uh, some rapport, and then potentially take a number and see the girl again. Exactly, as opposed to necessarily having to get blind drunk in a bar. Uh, we did start off this or, with vodka, but... Who, Tinder, oh, yes, Tinder, that's the yeah. other one, uh, the Tinder. Um, basically, I actually don't use Tinder at all. I just basically I meet girls in everyday life. Uh, and I know it can be a great resource, and it is at times a good resource for my clients, but I don't think it's optimal, especially in a city like St. Petersburg or anywhere in this region or in Brazil. It's <clears throat> There are beautiful women everywhere. You just have to be able to go over to them and open a conversation and make yourself interesting enough yes. that they want to see you rather than you know, swiping all day and having these nonsensical conversations. Yeah, with and, and I think key to remember is, um, you know, there is that kind of, we call it the gringo effect uh, in, in 
Russia and Brazil, where just being a foreign guy, you know, they, they, they see London or they see Ireland as, as a cool, kind of mysterious place. Little do they know, London is a fucking rainy, smoky shit. <laughs> <laughs> they see it as this mysterious thing, and you're going up and you're saying, I'm from London, they're like, oh, they're blown away because I think guys, we focus on ourselves a bit too much, we forget. You know, they live their own lives and they're thinking, oh, this cool guy entering my world, you know, you have massive value there. And also, just thinking about market scarcity, there's very few uh, English people approaching in either bars or yeah. during the daytime in Russia or Brazil. So you're going to get a lot of yeses. So here in Russia, the reason we're here is actually because we got a hack around the Russian visa. I'm going to explain that in another video, how we managed to do that. Basically, we bought a ticket for the European Games. and. The main reason why I haven't filmed before so much in Russia is the visa, which is going to affect you as well. Uh, basically, North Americans and Europeans, we need visas to come to Russia. And a result of that is that there's very little tourism from uh, Europe or from North America, more Western Europe, obviously, uh, to this region, to Russia, because of it. And that makes, as you're talking about scarcity, uh, there just aren't so many guys coming here. If you compare that to Ukraine, for example, where it's now has become basically mainstream in the last two years, there's just like hordes of guys coming now from Western Europe. Uh, of course, you have the resident Turks and Arabs and um, Israelis who go there as well on top of it. But it's a very different atmosphere here. How does that compare to Brazil? Uh, Brazil is also a very big touristic place. Uh, it's a huge tourist destination. So how has your experience been there? It is, there? but it's such a vast country and, the, and there's, uh, that you still have massive gringo effect. You know, Brazilian girls, they do like foreign guys. They really do. Um, and if you go there and you're, you're approaching in, in, in during the night time or during the daytime, you're going to have a lot of success. I think for guys looking, looking to uh, to just have that kind of lads holiday experience and just go there and try and basically seduce women quickly, what you want to do is kind of base, especially maybe if you're going to Brazil, they are, it is a sexual culture anyway, but it can be a little bit uh, dry here and there. I love to go during an event. So the three main events I love in Brazil are Oktoberfest, yep. which is in Santa Catarina. Arguably the hottest women of the three I'm going to speak about because of the fact it was a big Germanic kind of settlement Second. movement after the Second World War. So imagine these girls are a blonde haired, blue eyed, slim, amazing bodies, but tanned. And instead of being Germanic in their kind of zero human personality, <laughs> they are, apologies to any Germans watching, but you have terrible humor. You make great cars, but terrible sense of humor. You've got the Germanic mix in terms of the looks, but uh, the Brazilian kind of openness, the sexualness and the, um, yeah, just that, that, that amazing kind of vibe they give off. Yeah. So Oktoberfest Brazil, number one. Second one is, is cool is Rio New Year's Eve. Three million people yep. passing on Copacabana Beach. Amazing, Copacabana Beach. Everyone dressed in white because of the Candomblé tradition. It's phenomenal. It's my first experience in Brazil, in fact. And then the third one is pretty obvious, I think, to everybody. Rio Carnival. Carnival. That being said, though, it, Carnival know, in Rio, general. Yeah, Carnival me. in general. I mean, you've got far more experience than me with this. I've only ever, I'm a, I'm a veteran of Rio. I think I've been seven times, but I've never until now branched out. But I think places like Salvador, possibly a Recife, yeah. might be good options as well. Yeah, I think for the events, like uh, James talked there about the October. Did you know that after Munich in Bavaria, obviously, which is the world's biggest Oktoberfest, and the obviously that's where the name comes from, the number two and number three in the world are actually in the south of Brazil. So number two, uh, world's biggest Oktoberfest, is in Blumenau, in Santa Catarina. Yeah. Number three is actually in Rio Grande do Sul, in a city called Santa Cruz do Sul. Uh, that's number three in the world. So just think about like, I mean, obviously Munich is really famous. It attracts a huge amount of international tourism. But you have number two and number three in the south of Brazil. And that's because of the huge Germanic influence that was left in the immigration that actually mainly came in the 19th century, uh, not actually after the Second World War. There was obviously some influx 
of uh, Germans who fled um, Germany, they resettled in Brazil, uh, and they're normally in settlements in Rio Grande do Sul. But in a city like Blumenau, actually, it's a more historic German community. And that German community has actually become mixed with a lot of Italians, a lot of Poles, a lot of Russians, a lot of Ukrainians, a lot Russian of... Brazilian? Yes, I've actually been invited oh by the Russian uh, community in Brazil to a town uh, that was in the absolute middle of nowhere uh, near the park. It was near the Argentinian border area, yeah. It was, it was special. They actually had a Russian church there and everything, and it was like 35 degrees Celsius and hot. And yeah, it was just like this tropical climate. So they were, they were actually originally from, from Siberia. Um, so I'm just trying to think of the name. It's something like Missions or something like that, I think was the name of the town. I'll, I'll look it up and maybe put it below in the description exactly where I found that. So basically you have this mix. I've even been to cities in the south of Brazil where people speak Ukrainian still. Uh, yeah, Prudentopolis. Uh, I need to vlog that. When we go back to Brazil, I'm actually going to make a point of touring these areas. So basically, the south of Brazil has a very different um, immigration pattern. Obviously, when you think of Brazil and Carnival, you're going to think of Rio, girls with big butts, partly of African heritage. Obviously, um, Brazil had a lot of slavery at a certain point because of plantations. Uh, Salvador used to be the old capital, it was actually a slave port. So in Salvador, people tend to be on average from either uh, more African, uh, black to maybe mixed uh, Afri uh, European and African heritage. So it's quite a more dark city in terms of skin color. That also affects the culture, the music, the food. It's a phenomenal place, but I think that in terms of more beautiful women, which is what you want to know, I think you find those more in the very south of the country where it's more European uh, heritage, and that's borne out by the statistics on the top models and supermodels who actually come from Brazil. Um, not all of them are from the south, but about 80% of the, the models in Brazil actually come from the three most southern states, and 50% come from Rio Grande do Sul alone, which is the most southern, uh, most kind of isolated, and it has this very... Um, yeah, basically the Brazilian government invited a lot of people from Europe uh, in about the, I guess it was late 19th century uh, to come and resettle it because there had been a secessionist movement to actually become independent. Uh, so they decided to repopulate the place with people who thought be more loyal to them. So you have a lot of Germans there and this is why Oktoberfest is such a big festival. You can still speak German there. I've been to towns in the south of Brazil. I've worn my lederhosen, for example, about five times. Girls are in Dirndl, the tract and we were even able to speak in German. So it's definitely a surreal experience, and that's where the more beautiful women tend to come from. Yeah. Uh, so how would you say in terms of beauty? Let's do a little bit of a comparison. Of course, individual tastes apply, mm. but where would you say you find the most beautiful women on average? Is it going to be in the, we'll say, former Soviet Union? We're talking basically here in Russia, like St. Petersburg, Moscow, uh, Belarus, Minsk, uh, Ukraine, Kiev, we'll say Odessa, versus, say, the Brazil. I mean, we have big cities. Brazil is massive, but it has a very different ethnic mix. So you have more African to the north, for the yeah. north to go. Uh, obviously, Sao Paulo is a lot of the city has a lot of Asians, a lot of Japanese uh, people of Japanese descent. Yeah, that's Lebanese. True. It's really a mixture. The best there. Sushi I ever had was Sao Paulo. Yeah. actually. And then the very south, you have a lot more European, like uh, German to Eastern European, Polish, uh, Russian, Ukrainian, mm -hmm. uh, and Italian. I think for raw beauty, um, most people's kind of idealistic image of, of what is beauty, uh, that kind of almost Victoria's Secret supermodel, amazing jaw, jaw, I don't know what I'm talking about, jawbones, but yeah, an overall package, it's, it's got to be Russia, it's got to be the former Soviet Union, you know, that classic kind of vibe. But in terms of sexuality and, and kind of... Uh, there's something about, for those of you who haven't been to Brazil, there's just something about the vibe people give off yeah. there that's just, it, it's addictive, it's like a drug, you know, especially when you're with, with a woman. Um, they just, they're so in the moment, they're so passionate, and 
it's, it's a disaster for a relationship. <laughs> but for a few days of, of kind of a holiday romance, it's amazing. Yes, I would definitely say that's been my experience in terms of meeting a girl on holidays in Brazil. Uh, it's a lot easier to have that experience. We talked in the last video how much time you need if you come to a city like, uh, you know, Moscow or Kiev or Odessa. Um, Brazil is the opposite. You don't need much time to have a relationship, to sleep with a girl who's, who's beautiful. Um, one thing that you really need to understand about Brazil is that the cult, because it's so big and it's got different ethnic mixes and kind of subcultures, is that the further south you go, the more reserved and conservative it is. That also means that actually infrastructure and rule of law is a lot stronger in the south in general. There still are a lot of problems with crime in the big cities, depending where you are. But in the south, it's a lot more reserved than being in Rio. Like Rio is like just like uh, such a sexualized city. Uh, I always get shocked when I arrive in Rio because girls are in general just staring like boring holes through through my eyeballs. Basically, when I arrive there, I know okay, I'm back in Rio de Janeiro because it's so sexually charged. Yeah. The girls are not as beautiful on average if you go to see like Rio. Sao Paulo is a bit different because it has a lot of the money, uh, attracts a lot of models, of course, to start the modeling careers there. Normally from the south of Brazil. So if you want to go to the south of Brazil, definitely one of the places in the world girls are most beautiful. I would say it's almost comparable in parts to being in Russia or Ukraine or Belarus. Um, and the culture is actually a lot more conservative, so it becomes a lot more similar to here. Um, how hard did you find it not speaking Portuguese? Because we discussed in the last video like the issues with not speaking Russian. When you hear there are twofold, one is communication, and the second one is that you basically get labeled as a sex tourist because they think oh, another another guy hits on me who's here for the weekend. How did you find that in Brazil in general? Um, I was I can speak bad Spanish, so I was speaking Portanol, you know, yeah. kind of mix of understanding a few Portuguese words and, and Spanish. Um, look, I think Brazilians are very perceptive as a, as a people, and even if you if, if they can see you're even going out of your way to learn a few words, like even if you say no fellow Portuguese, they're, they're like, oh, he's saying I don't speak Portuguese in my language, he's cool, you know, even if you're just making a slight effort. So, not as uh, not as destructive to your ability to pick up women and have a good time as it is in Russia as, okay. a, as, a, as a place. I'd so, say. the language barrier is less of a problem in Brazil just because they, they don't care as much I about think, real uh, communication, probably. Um, it's, they're, they're very expressive people, and the communication is done a lot more through, yep. through uh, body, language. body language. But what I would say is during a, a kind of a big event like uh, Rio Carnival or, or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't really matter as much because everyone's there to have a good time. No one gives a fuck. Like a lot of the girls, especially in Rio or the other carnivals, it's known as a single spend. Yeah. They're there to hook up. If they can bag themselves a nice kind of holiday romance story with a gringo, they're all over it. Yeah. And that's a marked difference to say Russia, for example, in general. Now, we are here during the White Nights, which is a big festival. Sure. And we've gone to other big events like in in Ukraine, for example, right? Uh, the festival in uh, Lviv. Lviv is where you have the Lviv Jazz Festival. That's it. Yeah. How important is it to go during a big event, in your opinion, as opposed to going in a normal kind of like summer scene? Well, I think I think it's an interesting concept because you're, obviously you you're, your bread and butter is taking guys out. You're able to speak the language, and you're very good at the bar game side. I love bar game. I love getting drunk, and it's going to be a destructive relationship, clearly. But <laughs> I focus a lot on the day game stuff, and kind of I guess where we kind of merge is is this element of quite a time party game which is almost somewhere like Rio Carnival where you've got um, almost it's almost like a nightclub during the day it's a very fast escalation on the street a blitz yeah. on instant dates pull girls back very quickly I'd say in terms of getting laid if you're going out on a lads holiday or you just want to have some fun that is the best environment you have you know the city during an event like Rio Carnival or White Nice is supercharged people are there to have a good time you get an influx of tourists which yeah, ups so the level of everything 
and it's just uh, for me it's the best way to experience the place you see people at their most loose and most happy so exactly very think... important if you if you're looking for fast action i know i've got to keep it relatively clean <laughs> so yeah i think this is important also in the former soviet union right the, normally if you have these big events girls come from other parts of the country they feel less stigmatized if they hook up with a guy very quickly this is definitely a big issue to see like odessa uh where you know Foreign guys are labeled as sex tourists and definitely hurt her social uh, status when in the city she's seen being loose in inverted commas. Um, unfortunately, girls get slut-shamed just about everywhere in the world and uh, Ukraine is no, is, no, is no different. So coming for a big event where you have girls coming from other cities, they're not there, they're not going to get judged if the, and also they're in more open mood because they're like, oh, maybe they come from somewhere more provincial where they just don't meet anyone from the United Kingdom and then suddenly they meet a cool British guy uh, on their trip. It's a nice romance and a story for them as well when they go home to tell their girlfriends about. So this definitely changes the dynamics. Absolutely. Um, We've been here for the White Nights. How do you rank it as an event? Like versus Carnival in Brazil versus Oktoberfest? Carnival and, and Oktoberfest are a lot more full on. White Nights is kind of more of a, not conservative festival, but it's not, you know, everyone making out in the street. But that being said, I've been, I, I think our experience of St. Petersburg has been massively um, accelerated by the fact that, and increased by the fact that it has been White Nights. As you said, there's, you know, there's one million people here. Uh, tourists from wherever, the vibe is, is fun, people are going out, having a good time. So I think we've come at a, a brilliant time. And I think if you are going to go to Russia, St. Petersburg is more friendly than, say, somewhere like Moscow, but I would definitely base it around a, a public event, whether that's the kind of victory day in, yeah. in Moscow or whether that's uh, you know some sort of sporting event in, uh, in St. Petersburg. Yeah, it's just easier to meet uh, women during this and women who are going to be interested in maybe having a quicker romance uh, than than in normal everyday life. And also just more, more leads, you know, like there's just far more, the, the, the population swells, there's more hot women. Um, it's just to a, to, to a big degree what, what we do is, is kind of a numbers game and you just have to have the raw the raw leads there. If there's no one there, I mean, you're just going to have a hard time meeting people. And people are moving around the city very fast. There's a lot of traffic, like you're going to see a lot of people as you're moving, ar moving around. Okay, well I think in summary to this podcast episode, the idea was to try to, you know, explain to you where you're more likely to meet beautiful women because... Uh, uh, just one interjection. If you are, Conor speaks Portuguese, so my hidden gem that no one has been to, I got this as a recommendation of a guy that uh, lives in Sao Paulo, is Guiana. It's near Brasilia yeah. and it has the most, it's, it's a shithole place, there's nothing there, but it has the most talent in Brazil I've ever seen, but... No one speaks English, uh, so I think your your new tour guides are probably going to be good to go on in some in some. Okay, some let's spot. see. I actually have to go there. Uh, obviously, I speak Portuguese. How about, am I saying it right, Guiana? I think so. I've never been about it. Near Brasilia, it's, but it's, is it it's spelled G O I A N A. Yeah, but there's two there's two places. There's one kind of a, a city miles away, or a state, or, or the state of Guiana. This is yes. this is a city. Oh, it's a city called Guiana. Well, I by Brasilia, to... but it's I've never seen. You, you're literally in a coffee shop. And it is wall to wall, just stunners. And yeah. I met a Libyan guy there who showed me around. I was like, man, why are you living here? You've got a wife. And he's like, why do you think I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> This is like the biggest concentration of beautiful women oh, that no. is from in Latin America. It's almost, yeah, it's almost Russian-esque in, in Latin America. Okay, well, that's somewhere I definitely need to go and check out on the next trip. So I guess you're going to see a video. I may have to start a new channel to do this because I'm not sure if it's I think really it'd good. be the sense of option because yeah. Russian and, and, and Brazilian are very different culture. There's a yeah. lot to talk about on both sides. So here you have an exclusive. Uh, Zara Experience will have a Brazilian version very soon. Um, I think in summary for this video, we try to like explain to you uh, where you're more likely to have success with beautiful women between Brazil and Russia. The, uh, the idea behind it is, of course, that most of the world's top models come from you know, either of these two regions, right? Uh, Brazil, southern Brazil in, in general, or here in Russia, you know, we're going to include 
you know, other countries in the former Soviet Union from that, like and Ukraine, also and when, Belarus. when Venezuela clears itself up, Venezuela yeah. probably, because that has the most beauty queens or Miss Worlds of all time. From exactly, from Venezuela, which is another place. But that comes from a very small minority of the country as well. We're not going to have to figure out how to explain that to you a little bit more in depth. So basically, on average, girls are going to be better looking in, we'll say, Russia mm -hmm. as opposed to Brazil. But it's because it's very concentrated in the south of Brazil. Uh, girls are a lot more open. Uh, escalations are faster in Brazil. But yeah. as I said, when you go to the south, where actually most of the most beautiful girls are from, it's actually slows down in terms of that. They're not as open. It gets more conservative. Unless you go during a carnival event, so New Year's, yeah. um, all bets are off. You, you, you yeah. get more, more chance of action, and obviously carnival. They have a very small carnival. Yeah, yeah, the carnival south of Brazil is not like you're going to see in Rio, Salvador, Recife, which is actually my favorite place for carnival. Oh, really? They're also car the carnival in Sao Paulo has actually made a return. It's actually not bad now. Uh, I still have to go there myself. And then there's a place in Minas Gerais. Uh, yeah, Port Minas Gerais. Yeah. If, you want Ouro Preto. if you want the easy, the Essex girls of the Brazil. <laughs> Minas Gerais. Minas Gerais. Girls from Minas have a reputation uh, for being a lot easier to hook up with when they have a shh sound when they speak in Portuguese. So you can uh, you can actually hear them from a lot of They sound like Dutch. No, it's just like this special Minas. I think is how they say it. If I remember, so you can see so you can hear them from a long way away. I know that they're from Minas Gerais. They don't have the seaside. That's actually why they're they get really excited when they come to the beach because they don't have their own seaboard. But Ouro Preto is the the city, the student city that has a massive carnival in uh, the state of Minas Gerais, not the so I think that's really the key is like Brazil if you go to these big events it's going to be you know as you said all bets are off it's going to be a lot more open yeah. um, but basically you have this concentration in the south of Brazil it's very similar in terms of beauty to here and actually not so far away in terms of being you know the openness of the country so it's pretty much similar but the real key is if you have limited time you know what you know understand that that everybody can live our lifestyle where we can move between Brazil and former Soviet Union every week if we want to and I understand that you, you're working hard away in your home country uh, but try and coincide with a big event that's going to definitely as you know make it a lot more profitable for you in terms of romance uh, Russia and former Soviet has less of that Brazil is pretty easy and that's actually a premier to like we are going to be very soon uh, launching opportunity for you to join both me and James uh, in Brazil and also here in, in countries like Russia uh, where you're, you're going to learn how to approach women during the day, not be a complete creep uh, and a lech and manipulate women, actually just open up and actually make yourself a lot more attractive and not actually have to rely on what we started on alcohol and going out at night and getting drunk with girls and meeting them when you're in a state of inebriation. Uh, but we're going to combine that and allow you to do that afterwards, <laughs> basically with yeah. me. Uh, and we're going to do that based around the big events that we've mentioned in Brazil. So that's going to be coming very soon. As I said, I'm going to probably launch a new YouTube channel focused on Brazil next time we go and actually put all the content there. I'll be telling you about that on this channel when I launch it, of course. So, in and summary... Then, and then, yeah, sorry, uh, for any guys watching that are kind of my viewers that don't know Connor, but you've kind of just come over here. Connor is obviously fluent in, in Russian and Portuguese, and he knows the place inside out. So it's a, a brilliant mix of two guys that like bar game, um, the kind of guys you can sit down and have shots of vodka with, you know. We're there to show you around, make sure you have the best possible time possible, and we bring different skill sets. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly, so and make sure that you don't get scammed, which is a huge issue here in Russia or Ukraine, Ukraine in particular. Uh, and, and that's something that you know I'm constantly reviewing and protecting my clients from when they come here. And it's something, it's the number one pain guys have when they come from a subunion. Meet beautiful women, and then in the end it's just a scam, and they lose thousands and thousands of you know dollars, euros, pounds as a result. So definitely, uh, if you are 
interested in coming to Soviet Union, that's, well, former Soviet Union, that's why you watch this channel, then, you know, what are you doing next weekend? You could be here sitting with me and James. Well, if we might, been in... yeah, I might come and see you in Belarus. Yeah. I don't know when this goes out, but we will probably hook up in Belarus and possibly Odessa in the, next, in the coming weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're interested in having living this our experience, it's not for everybody to be clear. If you are interested in you know being very happy with mediocre women that you could, in terms of beauty, not in terms of values, <laughs> to be clear, uh, then you can just hang out in Germany or the UK and you'll be perfectly fine. And if you come here, you know you'll probably also be happy without our help. Uh, it's only if you really want, as as James said, like have the upper echelons, like really beautiful girls, that you should contact us. Um, that's that's the reason to live the Zara experience. Like you don't need my help to. I mean, I always find it funny when all these guys talk in numbers. Uh, but basically, if you want threes, fours, five, sixes, um, like this is not what the Zara experience is about. It's about the more beautiful women and how to engage them and to date them. It's uh, you don't need my help to meet normal girls in terms of beauty. You can do that yourself uh, for sure. Um, and we're going to have a lot of trips to this region and then later on Brazil. So definitely. Um, write me. What's going to happen is that uh, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. If I think it's a good fit for us to work together or to work with James on the joint uh, on a joint program, um, we're going to jump on a 10-minute free strategy call and we're going to see how we can make things work between you, me, and us uh, in general. And you could be here with me or with me and James in somewhere like St. Petersburg or Odessa or maybe even Brazil in a couple of months when we go there. So it's not for everybody, as I said. If you're not somebody who wants to push your boundaries and like develop yourself and are open to new ideas, also, like it's not going to be a good fit for you. I understand that. Uh, it's not for everybody, as I said. But if you are the, the kind of guy, and I guess you got to the end of another video, so you are that way inclined to push yourself. You want to meet beautiful women. You're not interested in paying for it. This is not a sex tourism uh, gig. And you want to meet, meet the most beautiful women. You want to be able to do it naturally uh, and make yourself more attractive. I just stay out of trouble and have a fucking fantastic experience here in the former Soviet Union country like Russia, St. Petersburg, uh, then definitely write me a message. You can do that by writing me an email at connorkline at zarexperience.com or DMing me, sliding into my DMs, which sounds a little bit seedy. Uh, if you're a guy, uh, my handle there is zarexperience. You should be watching, anyways, my um, Instagram stories in particular. I put a lot of stuff up every day so you get to see what it's like actually the vibe in the countries that I'm traveling to. So well worth doing that. It's the end of another episode. For once we managed to go through two episodes and we actually did drink the vodka on the vodka episode. Nice. Uh, and if you happen to be uh, a vodka company and watching this then give me a call. We can talk about I should get the vodka vodkas sponsored by a vodka company. You should. So, that would actually be a really good Alright, we're going to go out and film some new videos. Actually, one of them is going to be on James's channel. It's actually going to teach me a little bit about day game. And we're going to see how it get on in both English and Russian, just very briefly in my experience. I'm going to describe that in a video for his channel. I'm going to link his channel below. And see you in the very next video. It's probably going to be from somewhere else, because we're going to put this out in a few weeks. We'll probably be back in either Belarus or Ukraine. This Vidanya from St. Petersburg, Russia. Ciao, ciao. Sar Experience.